episode of the Ever Black Podcast is brought to you by Death Wish Hot Rods and Customs. Check out their Instagram for all their new t-shirts, caps, beanies, cups, and the all-new Atomic Death lineup. Faisal, how are you, yeah. mate? Not too bad yourself? Yeah, I can't complain. I can't complain. Um, look, I've never done this before, so go easy on me. Um, so <laughs> I'm just going to... I've written down a few questions. I'm going to fangirl a little bit because I'm a big fan of the band. Um, <laughs> but I'll just... Yeah, I'll go for it. So uh, I'm young Nicholas Blom, and I'm sitting in with Everblack Media this evening. I'm sitting down with Faisal from the band Loathe in the UK, who we're just about to tour with While She Sleeps and Mirrors doing Brisbane, Newcastle, Sydney, Belgrave, Melbourne, Adelaide, and Perth. Wow, you must be pumped, man. Can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be an interesting tour. I just, uh, it's, it's cool to finally be able to experience Australia for the first time. So, uh, uh, both as a musician and as a tourist. Yeah, so um, you guys started the band in 2014. Are you able to tell me about how the band came together, what you guys were doing prior to that? Yeah. Uh, well, I was I joined in 2018. So okay. Yeah, sorry, my bad. No, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Um, but I think the guys had a band called Our Imbalance beforehand, and then the kind of rebrand of that became what Love is. Okay. And then um, I'd heard of the band just as they'd signed to the current label that we're now signed to, which is Sharpstone. I was in a band called Holding Absence, who actually only have just played Australia, and um. We did a split with Logan at the time and the kind of stars aligned and it was kind of, I felt like my path was going to be more down the route of what I wanted with Lowe's and their bassist was leaving. So I was just like, okay, I'll, I'll fill in there. I was a guitarist initially, but I'm not, I'm not really particular about what instrument I play as long as the music's good. <laughs> so. Yeah, okay. That's fair. So you, you were playing but, in Holding Absence, were you? Yeah, I played guitar for Holding Absence back. Small like <laughs> very small world, very small world. That, that's, that's actually how I discovered Loath, um, was one of my friends showed me that split. And uh, yeah, I fell in love with both bands. And um, Dan Weller from Sixth, um, I've met him a couple of times and he's a really good dude. Oh, he just okay. produced yeah, their yeah, album. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good guy, Dan. Really nice he guy. Is, yeah. Um, so yeah, I was going to say, um, obviously, I'm assuming that that split EP came about because you guys were touring together or just, just buddy bands? It was, uh, it was actually, we just in, we just really liked each other's music and we thought that uh, we were the kind of bands that were kind of being pushed quite a bit on that label as well. So we thought, you know, it'd be kind of cool to kind of create like a moment in time where, oh, this is, these bands actually knew each other. Because we always, I mean, everyone in both bands, we were kind of big fans of watching like studio updates of bands. And it's just every now and again, you'd see, oh, like, oh that person knew that person. Or like, yeah. I remember like on an Instagram post like back years ago, it was like, I think it was Death Havana and then Bring Me the Horizon and I realized that they were friends. And it was just, it, it, but being that young and seeing those and seeing things that showed that those bands were friends at one time, or I mean, yeah. obviously still other, was, was really cool. So we kind of wanted to create that just for ourselves and just a, a nice little moment in time to look back on. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it is. A, the music scene is a very small scene, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, very 
Um, I was going to ask, um, are you able to tell me about your personal influences? This is a two-part question, that your influences and actually what you're listening to right now. Uh, influences for me, funny enough, an Australian band called Tame Impala. Obviously, other yeah. things say Australian, but they're massive anyway. Um, <laughs> Great band. Uh, in Townsend, um, the nineteen seventy five, which are like my favorite band of all time. Uh, John Hopkins, electronic artist. Okay. Um, Bit of a broad scope. Yeah, it was like the Strokes, Radiohead, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, every, every one of the bands like very broad is like an absolute mix of everything. I mean, it goes like right back to the like, Doobie Brothers and um, yeah. It's all, all uh, a big mix. And then what am I listening to right now? Let me, let me check my... Let me check my... There's, oh, there's a Jimmy World song, which is unbelievable. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't yeah. heard it yet, but I am a fan. It's called Something Loud. It's absolutely incredible. There's a band from Bristol who are on the same management as us called Foxjaw. Yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah. They are one of the best live bands you'll ever see. They are absolutely like next level. Anytime I see them, I'm just like, that's just, it's just obscene how good they are. But they've, they've got a new song out called Sun Gazer, which is amazing. Um, I'm listening to that as soon as I get off the call. <laughs> I mean, and if so I ever good. come over, I'll be sure to go see them. <laughs> oh, mate, it's, they're unbelievable. And um, there's a composer called Jerry Goldsmith and he's, there's this film called Chinatown that he did the soundtrack to. It's, it's quite old. It's from like, it's, well, it's, it's, it's really old, but it, it sounds amazing. It's, it's got like this really nostalgic feel to it. And then also just, uh, what was it Joe Hisashi, I think is, I think that's how you pronounce his name. He's like all the scoring for all the stu uh, Studio Ghibli films. So I've just been listening to loads of that. Yeah, okay. So, uh, yeah, like I said, very eclectic. Uh, it's, it's it's good to, you know, I, I love that about metal is that a lot of, you know, people that play in the metal realm don't typically just yeah. listen to metal, you know? Um, course, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm very much the same. I, I like my metal, yeah. but I listen to a lot of other stuff too. Um, of course. <laughs> so I was going to ask, right, and I, I hope this isn't a touchy question at all, but since Connor left the band, um, have you guys considered getting a second guitar player to fill that void or how are you actually tackling that in the live setting at the moment? Um, currently, we just have um, a, a back and track guitar, uh, which we kind of use sparingly only at points that we need it. Um, yep. I think we're not planning on introducing... Uh, uh, eventually, the idea is that we won't have any backing tracks and we just have extra musicians on stage with us performing anything that's on the backing track, whether that's keys, whether that's extra percussion, whether that's uh, saxophone, whether that's another guitar part or something like that. Yeah. Um, but the the chemistry in the band is like very complicated and it's it's easy to like disturb it. So we're kind of so I think we're kind of sticking as us as like the core members with with the intention to kind of branch out um, whenever we have. A, the, the uh, financial capability to do so or um, just the correct people to do it. Yeah, of course. It's always hard when, you know, when you're playing in a band yeah. for so long, the personalities mm -hmm. match and bringing in another one is yeah, yeah. tough. Yeah. Like, I, I, I mean, like, we all hope that, like, he, he does well in what he does next and all that kind of stuff, so, yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, so, uh, 
I was going to say outside of the outside of the band, because like, obviously the band's never been here before. Like, but have you ever been to Australia before? Nope, never, never. First time, first time. First I, time. I, I think um, our guitarist Eric has got a sister out in Perth. I think it's Perth. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So I think he, he, he gets here for the first time in a while, so which is nice. So yeah, but other than that. None of us have ever been, nor do we have any connections to Australia. So it's a first first time completely. Yeah, okay. Well, that's very exciting then. Yeah. Uh, it's obviously awesome to be able to have the privilege to be able to tour the world and, and see the world um, from that oh, side. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, this is a bit of a random question. Uh, what's the coolest rider that you've ever had backstage? And if you were to get to Metallica status, What's something outrageous you'd put on your rider? The the coolest rider I couldn't tell you. I can tell you the worst one we've had, and it was. <laughs> there's well, there's. Um. It was back. Well, personally, it was an old holding absence show. There were five of us in the band, and our rider was four cans of coke. I thought that was brilliant. And then um, there was another one recently that was, I think it was like three packets of crisps and some like hummus, but nothing. It was, it was just that. Because like, we, we, we constantly get asked to like, oh, they are riding and all that kind of stuff. And we have them, but we never get what we want. And we're like, we're not fussy. Like for me personally, all I want is just some, some fruit, some just some vegan bits. That's literally all I want. But yeah. if I was, to, if we, if we were to go, to, if we, if I was to go like full deeperish for me personally, it would be fruit, a, a lot of fruit and vegetables that are non-GMO, organic, uh, distilled water, only distilled water, no bottled, no tap water. Um, <laughs> And all, uh, just, and even more specifically, just keeping everything com- alkaline. So nothing, nothing acidic, just all alkaline stuff. And yeah, okay. Maybe, maybe a bunch of uh, chili shit or something. <laughs> it's like this. It's like you know what that stuff is. No, no, no idea. It's like this black stuff that uses out of the Himalayan mountains. That's just from like compressed rocks. So it's just basically concentrated vitamins and minerals or minerals rather than vitamins but like yeah it's just minerals there's a black sludge that's really good for you but, okay. um, yeah that's interesting <laughs> and, I've never heard of it before <laughs> yeah, so that'll uh, be on the rider um, one day full deep yeah. yeah and then throw in an extra hundred quid on there as well that's uh, <laughs> um, right, money yeah yeah of course <laughs> So, look, um, I'm personally really excited um, for your show, the first show you guys do at the Trifford, um, because I've actually got tickets. My wife and I and my bandmates are all going to go together. We'd plan to go for ages. Yeah, I'm really pumped for that. Um, I was going to ask, the set list, is it kind of a bit of a broad scope of the band's catalogue, or is it sort of more centred around, I let it in, it took everything? Uh, it's definitely centered more. I mean, it, the, the set in general nowadays is centered around more around our letter. And I think we, with every kind of release that we do, we really want the songs on the, on that record to be the ones that we play live. So it's very much like you, you capture the band in like the era of whatever record we play. Yeah. Um, 
But I mean, because we don't really have like too much of a a long set, we kind of yeah, it's very eclectic. We kind of want to kind of um, present the, the the broadest and most full spectrum presentation that we can offer as a band. Yeah, of course. Well, I'm I'm pumped, man. I just I can't wait to hear those songs live. <laughs> are you doing Are you doing anything new? Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, like the the new single, like Dimorphous Display, is not going to make an appearance. Uh, it, it it might do. We haven't played it live yet, but we we were toying with the idea of it, but um. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not 100% sure about that one, yeah. Oh, come on, bless yeah. us with that, mate. That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when we were in Tool just before COVID and they played Tempest live for the first time and we, we got it in Brisbane as the first of it live. That song's cool. been great, isn't it? Crazy. Yeah. Oh, man. So it'd be nice to yeah. see you off that list as well. Uh, so. Yeah. Um, and yeah, look, it seems like um, a lot of UK bands are coming over at the moment. Like, I'm actually going to see Sleep Token tomorrow night, um, who you guys have an oh, affiliation right. with. Um, yep, yeah, no, we, yeah, we know them. We know them. I was actually um, I was actually guitar taken for Sleep Token at their first ever show. Yeah, right. Yeah, so that was like, that was, that was a while ago now. That was back in 2000, end of 2018, I believe. I could be, I could be completely wrong for I think it was then. No, I think I discovered... Yeah. Both, both of you guys and them around the same time as well. Like I started listening to them at about the same time, and yeah, it seems yeah. like a lot of them. Yeah, the UK is really just going bonkers at the moment. Um, I just yeah. did a couple of shows yeah. with the Nirvana tribute from the UK that wrapped up last oh. night. Yeah, <laughs> so it's just everyone from the UK is coming over. It seems. <laughs> yeah. A Nirvana tribute was it? It wasn't the Elvis Nirvana tribute, was it? No, no, it was um, just straight Nirvana tribute. Um, yeah, like they're okay. Irish, Scottish, and a Spanish guy. Yeah. Oh, fair. Nice. Cool. Yeah. So not so much uh, English. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's pretty much all the questions I had for you. Um, but obviously, you know, I'm super pumped to you know to see you next week. And uh, when when do you guys actually get here? Uh, I think we get there on the 30th because it's, it's it's such like yeah because it's so far to travel but it's also the way that the world's spinning we're kind of going in different time zones so it's it's, it's pretty yeah, crazy you're a bit jet lagged yeah yeah it's like a four hour trip to uh, Doha in Qatar and then it's 14 hours flight but we leave 9pm from Doha, and then it's fourteen-hour flight, but we arrive six p.m. the next day. It's, it's. I was, I was like looking. I was like trying to process that. I was like, I couldn't, <laughs> you'll, you'll get uh, the yeah. once you're here. I reckon. <laughs> yeah, very excited to just touch down, and I mean, we'll definitely be, we'll definitely be made to stay awake by making sure that something doesn't kill us—any spiders, any, any uh, black widows in the toilet seats, and all that kind of stuff. So. I think they talk that up a little bit, hey. <laughs> you're not going into Central Australia where everything wants to kill you. Um, you're staying on the outskirts. Yeah. Yeah, awesome, man. Well, look, um, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Um, yeah, like I said, really pumped for the shows with um, 
while she sleeps in mirrors, obviously plug the tour again, you know, um, and yeah, uh, have a safe, a safe trip, man. Thank you very much. No, thank you. All right, I'll let you go about your day or evening or whatever bloody time it is there. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even 11am yet, so uh, we've got the rest of the day ahead of me. 